What's up, Freedom Church family? We are so glad that you've decided to join us today. Here at Freedom Church, we believe that God's word is crucial to experiencing his true freedom. We pray that you will find hope and that God will speak to you wherever you are through today's message. Wow. Praise God, everybody. How you doing? Good. Hey, I hope you're ready to have some fun. Um, I was here, wow, just a month and a half ago or <laughs> two weeks ago. Wow. It's kind of been a blur. <laughs> it really has. Um, and, you know, it. I realized that God is, is forging something. He's creating a family. And uh, I'm telling you, you guys are, you guys are lucky to have Pastor Israel. You know, um, Stephanie, you guys are, I mean, your husband, your pastor came in and tore our youth up. Okay, it was our biggest camp we've ever had. Okay, it was uh, 200 and confirmed numbers, nine. And uh, we filled that whole camp up to capacity besides one, one building. And uh, they saw him. He came in very gentle the first time at our student ministry. I wanted to introduce him, but he came in with the hammer. <laughs> and our kids love him. They were talking about it on the bus, and we rushed, rushed back here. And I dropped off my bride and got here. And so... Um, without further ado, I don't want you to stand longer than I stand. If you if you have a Bible, I didn't get um, great Pastor Brett on um, my scriptures because I was running. Um, sorry, sir. Uh, if you can go to the Gospel of St. Luke, um, we're going to begin at chapter five. I got a few verses for you. OK, and um, I don't really need to tell you this because you, your pastor is amazing, but you know, if you feel like shouting me down, go ahead and shout. If you feel like waving a hand, go ahead and wave a hand. If if emotion causes you to laugh, hey, belt it out. <laughs> like just just let all that out. And and we'll see what the Lord is going to say and we'll see what he's going to do. Amen. All right. Let me uh, get situated. I got my notes. I got things ready. Here reads the word of God. We're going to read um, 11 verses in this chapter and we're going to pray and then we're going to move. Here we go. It says, so can you say that? Say it one more time. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake Genesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the, the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out from the land. And he sat down. Somebody say he sat down. And taught the multitudes from the boat. And when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered him, saying, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless... At your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was greatly breaking. 
So they signaled to their partners in another boat to come and to help them. And they came and filled the boat so that they may uh, that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus's knees and saying, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. And he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James, John and the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, last two verses, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to the land, they forsook all and followed him. If I were to title tonight's meal for us, I would title it a moment to choose a moment to choose. Would you bow your head real fast? Lord, with a hoarse voice, we give you the stage. You're already here. This church welcomes you. Now our simple request is would you come here and dine with us? Let us sup with you. Help us to see what you want us to hear. We love you and honor you. In Jesus' precious name, and everybody said, amen. 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 Please be seated. Please be seated. A moment to choose. A moment to choose. Pastor Israel came to uh, my church. I work as a student pastor, and this was now about four weeks ago. It was one Monday night, and uh, he showed up. And it's, it's rare when you have a connection with someone that one person can reference a scripture and it triggers a response with another scripture. And next thing you know, <laughs> we have to be careful because we start talking about one scripture. One scripture um, is like a, sh a sword shing because it spurs another scripture. And before we know it, we're talking about the messages and the themes that I felt the Lord give us. And um, we had spent six, seven hours dialoguing and mapping out and praying and believing um, the word of God. And, and um, this theme that we've been in is, is a subject that we told our students, we got now, okay? We got now, this is our time, this is our moment, we got now. We had an emphasis on time and moments now and when the man of God challenged me to you know hey if I'm depositing here I need you to deposit here you know I prayed throughout and there was a couple of things that I went wrestling over because I realized God is getting ready to do something in Freedom Church Okay, I, I believe God is getting ready. He's putting together structure. He's setting up um, unique connections. He's bridging partners and things are coming. And why we're, we're pressing, he, he's moving. And so this, this message, I believe, is going to be integral to where God is going to take who we are as a church. Okay, and here we find ourselves at the master's feet. The scripture begins um, with uh, Jesus teaching by the lake. And it's always a good scripture when we begin when Jesus is teaching, because anytime he's lifted up, men just draw. 
Men just come. Men, men just show up. Men just stand. Men just come close unto him. And um, he's teaching by what they call the Lake of Gennesaret, other, otherwise called um, Galilee, or in other terms, it's called the Sea of Tiberias. Now, I've had a chance to be at this lake um, three times and actually going back next year, we we lead trips and there's something to see. It's it's 600 feet down in depth. It's beautiful and <clears throat> it's big enough for you to see the scripture, but small enough to say, really, all this took place at this geographical location. This was the shore and Jesus was there, and there were people pressing about Jesus. There were people pressing closer, and there's something when truth, honesty, transparency, and life is around, you can't help but be attracted to somebody who's authentic. This is why your pastor has a draw to him, because when someone is real and they exhibit and teach truth, men are drawn Ready yourself, freedom. You have been hidden in plain sight. But that's only for a moment. Because there's moments of choice that God presents. Jesus is getting pressed about. Thank you, sir. He's getting pressed about this way and that way and doing this and that. And, it, and he's being moved about multiple spaces and times. And he realizes um, they're going to press me into the water. And so uh, Jesus looks, looks back and he sees two boats. And he looks and there's four fishermen. There's Andrew. There's Simon whose name later was changed to Peter, and there's John and James. And Jesus says, uh, hey, uh, this is my language. Hey, give me your boat, dog. <laughs> right, it doesn't say that in the holy writ, right? But, but uh, <laughs> uh, he says, hey, uh, uh, hey, let me borrow your boat, man. And so Jesus steps in the boat. Right. He steps in the boat. And the first thing I just want to pause at, if I had slides for you, um, it, it would say Jesus sat down. Can you say sat down? And you got to understand something. Understand historical rabbis, when they got up to speak, they would speak articulately and then they would actually sit down. It was a sign of humility. It was a sign of authority that when they jumped up to speak, he sat down. But this was no ordinary rabbi. This was the one who created teaching and taught. This was the word personified. This was the word manifested in earth. How are you teaching the word when you are the word? That's a mind-boggling concept. How in the world can the word sit down while teaching the word, drawing people to the word, and he's in my boat? <laughs> Could it be that Peter's boat was actually God's pulpit for the moment? He sat down. You got to understand when, when Jesus sits down, 
change has to take place. When Jesus sits down, rearrangement has to be acknowledged. When Jesus sits down, waters congeal and people can see because there is a man that takes gravitational rules and puts them in order that his feet actually can stand up on a platform and walk. And friends, I want to tell you, I cannot swim. Don't try this at home. But I tried to walk on this very sea and almost busted my head open on a rock. Hey, he said, greater things can you do? I'm going to try to use my faith. But trust me, this was a miracle. When Jesus sits down, he actually opens eyes. When Jesus sits down, he illuminates dark caves and he rearranges you to cause you to see something that's been like a stopgap. Have you ever had a moment where God opened up a picture that was so frustrating before and now you conceive it? Mm. Maybe in this season, Jesus wants to sit down. He sat down. Now, let's let's paint a picture just really quick. okay? because I I look at text the way I look at text and your pastor is the same. He takes it further because he's a beast. okay? Um, but uh, he uh, uh, let me paint the picture of the setting. If this were a play or if this were a a screen picture that was recorded, let's uh, let's just uh, do the the curtain call. So here we got we have Jesus. Jesus is the light okay, of this story. Okay, we, we have the Lake Genesaret is the setting, right? We, we have um, the boat. The boat is the stage, okay, or the pulpit. We have the fish. They're the extras, okay, because every movie always hires extras, right? We have Simon Peter. He is the lead role, okay? And then we have um, Andrew, James, and John, and they're the supporting cast. So put yourself in this story. You are not on beautiful red chairs. Now you're in a vintage picture s picture at the Sea of Tiberias, Lake Genesaret on the Gentile side where you actually get a chance to watch, to preview the master sitting down on someone's boat teaching multitudes of people. First thing the great rabbi, the historic rabbi says, he says, launch out into the deep. Can you say that? Now, I love God because he doesn't mince his words. He didn't say, hey, man, come come here real quick. Got a question. So I want you to just consider this for a second. OK, oh, look real far. Nah, he just said, launch out into the deep. It's powerful when you just break his simple words. Okay, what I learn is the older I get, the less words I have to use. Okay, I'm talking to my granddaddy. He says, "Man, you said that. That's too long. You arrived at your point too long. Get to the point, son. Stop talking so much." <laughs> Thank you, granddaddy. God just said, "Launch out into the deep." I love that. That's ambiguous because he didn't say exactly what to do. He said, take what you have and launch. Launch, but not just launch, launch out. Because you can mess around and launch and I did it, Lord. I tried. But he says, launch out. 
into the deep. I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. And he says, and let down your nets for a catch. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Now, before we get into that, let's let's deal with Simon Peter. I love Simon Peter because he lets me know that I'm okay. He lets me know that me and all my issues are okay. I love the scripture because if you actually wrote the scripture, um, we tend to not insert that which is authentic and honest. We know the Holy Spirit wrote the text because the Holy Spirit writes stuff like Moses killed that man. For me, it would be delete, 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 delete. Let me just edit that. Moses prayed for them and he believed God to get them out of the way. <laughs> right? But the Holy Spirit wrote, no, Moses killed him, got caught, and he fled to Midian. <laughs> the Bible is a book of us's, not good English, but definitely good gospel. Okay, it's a book of honesty, transparency, and we see Peter. Peter, you got to know Peter. Peter is a businessman. Peter's, um, Peter's kind of He's funny. I mean, I think I got a little bit of jokes, right? Peter is, he's got a wife. Praise God. I'm married to Topia Billingsley. Okay. I don't know if he has kids. Okay. But um, Peter has a business. I have a business on the side, right? And trying to run it and I'm handling the Lord's business, you know? Um, So uh, me and Peter can get along. Peter, some people would say he's, he's kind of stubborn. (laughs) My wife would have to tell you that one, right? Um, uh, Peter, Peter has some issues with his lips, right? Has anyone ever had a, a problem saying stuff too fast and you wish you can just reel that back for a second? Peter lets me know <laughs> that uh, I'm okay. That even if I'm in the context with Jesus, he's still working on my life. Can you just thank God for a moment that he's still working on your life? He's still working on you. He's still working on you. He's still working. Simon Peter was originally from Bethsaida and lived at Capernaum. Both of the cities were coastal cities. So, so they weren't far from the area. So he understands this. Peter, um, being enthusiastic, he was a professional boatsman. And I'm going to hit that in just a second, okay? Um, but the interesting thing about Jesus and what he said, launch, okay, This word launch has so many implications. Let's just define it really fast. Okay. It means to set, to send forth, to catapult, to start, to initiate, to throw, and to hurl. If God told you to do something, what would your effort be? Would it be with all your might? Your pastor this morning, oh my, had all of our kids hitting the ground, okay? Stomping the ground about casting your arrow, striking your arrow. How much effort if God said, launch? Some of us, if God just says one word, we, we just, so are you saying I should try harder? Or are you just... I didn't give you other, any other directive. <laughs> I just said launch. I didn't give you any other scenario. I just said launch. Give me your best effort up front. 
No explanation needed. Amen? Here we go. Okay. You know, some of us, we make goals and efforts to, in this, in this regard, to um, plan and to prepare and to do, to do this and to, to say this, but we limit ourselves. And before we know it, time gets behind us and then we never really activate any movement. Okay, but Jesus says, launch out into the deep. Now, you got to understand there's there is more depth than what we have. Freedom Church is amazing. You get amazing words. But if God takes your pastor deeper, where do you think he's calling all of us? Deeper. If God entrusts your pastor with a greater anointing, that means a greater anointing is coming upon you. If God is challenging your pastor and Stephanie, his wife, his bride, okay, to go to a place that's higher where you think you're going, higher. Our God is a God of order and he is calling this church to a launch. And it's going to be to a deep space. Understand in depth, where it's deep, you can't always see. It can be dark. We talked about that just a few weeks ago. But in the depth, there's some development. There's unseen growth that matures underneath. And Jesus on the boat knows what's coming for Peter. He says, hey, take what you have and launch out. But he just doesn't say that. He says, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. I, I love this. This is good. Okay, let's, let's just talk about nets. What, what is your nets? What, what, what are your nets? Okay, your net is, is um, the tools that you have. The talents that you have. Your abilities you have. Okay, use what you have in your hand. Stop asking for someone else's something. Use what you have in your hand and use it to go to a deep space. So let's categorize for a second. We don't use these anymore, but there used to be an old thing that my mom used to say, hey, son, I need you to find Sister Rita's number. Look in that Rolodex over there. Okay, um, uh, go ahead with your fingers and look at it. Yep, yep, yep. Right in the back. Okay, bam. Pull it out and bring me that um, card. What's a Rolodex, mama? Right. And I would bring it back to her and and set it up and look and I would see something and and bring that that insight to her. But he's saying, take your tools. And throw them to a place where your abilities can grow. Mm. My mama would say this to me. OK, uh, are you a preacher, son? You're, oh, God has called you. Have you worked on the gift that God has given you? Have you perfected the gift that God has given you? If he's sending you people to share, are you studying? Are you preaching to the wall? Are you looking in the mirror on what you sound like? Are you working for the harvest that's coming? Or are you just sitting on what you have and not using it saying one day, someday, maybe 
He's saying, take what you have and throw it deeper. Can you yell deeper? I want you to yell a little bit louder. There is deeper for Freedom Church. Because when you go deeper, you go higher. When you go deeper, it's more lonely so you can stand when you go higher because it's lonely up higher. And I'm not just here talking about promotion and coming here. God's going to do great things and you're never going to have to go through. No, I'm preparing you for great things by going through. Because there's greatness in this room. There's greatness in this house. Okay, the scripture says one of my favorite scriptures, Proverbs 18, 16, it says a man's gifts make room for him and brings him before great men. Your tools, your ability. If you work it, it'll work. Maybe God wants to use your nets to open up the door that will be a blessing to your house, but you also will be a blessing to the house of God. Some of us sit on our abilities and we don't use them. And when we don't use them, there's somebody on their face praying, God, let someone give me. My wife, my wife wants to sing. You know your worship leader, uh, Miss Brina Cody, she is off the chain. Okay, My wife used to pray this all the time. Lord, somebody that's not using their singing voice, let me have their voice. (laughs) I don't know if that's actually biblical, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, but she would say that if they're not using the ability, I love to sing. How many people that you know that uh, they don't use it? They're the best fill in the blank you ever seen. And they're at home chilling with the remote. Man, Netflix is good. Right. That's honest talk. Here we go. Okay. Um, So what is the talent in your hand? What is the tool that you possess that God has given you to enhance, change your situation that is around you? Jesus told Peter to take what you have and launch it into that which is deep. Take what you have and launch it into that which is deep. Now, could you imagine for a second? Okay. These men um, had been out all night. They toiled. That word toil kind of interrupts my life because toil, it just seems like I did it already. I tried already. Uh, I attempted already. Um, Why would you, some random man that takes my boat, um, why would you tell me to launch out with the stuff that I already know about? Could it be that he's asking you to try again? Could it be that he's asking you, um, yeah, I know, I know you did that two years ago. I know you tried to go deeper in God three years ago, but how about try now? Because the timing is now. Okay. God is saying in the text, when you think it's over, it's not over. Launch. Okay. There's nothing impossible for me. There's nothing impossible that I cannot do. Maybe you've prayed for that loved one so much. And you're like, I ain't praying for that that cat anymore. 
I'm not praying for that baby anymore. But it's just when you stop, that activation is about to take place. Somebody just give God glory just for a moment. Father, we thank you. So here are some moments that Simon Peter had the opportunity to choose. Okay. Moment number one, if you're taking notes. Moment number one. I kind of alluded to this, but this was a professional fisherman. He was a professional fisherman. Okay. And being a professional fisherman, um, Peter had a company. Awesome. Okay. He had a company and um, he, he made money. Okay. Anyone, if you have a company, um, your desire is to impact people and to increase. Right? You, you are to do what you started the business for, but to increase the business and the business, hopefully, if you have the structure in place, should be able to bless your life while you offer a service to someone else. Peter was the fisher's fisherman. He was the man. This, he owned a company. Now, I don't know about you. I've been to Israel, and there's this thing they call it St. Peter's fish. And that fish has an anointing on it. You put a little limon on some rice, and you grub it up, and it'll change your life. There's something about Peter's fish. He was anointed to catch fish. I'm telling you, they named the fish out of, after him. Mm, I just sent it because I didn't eat yet. I got off the bus. I might have to. There's something like food. Jesus is about that food life. I don't know about y'all. Some people are like, no, no, no. We need to. No, no, no. I don't. I fast and we, 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 we abstain. But you got to understand, there is enjoyment in a good old meal. Amen. There is life with Jesus. This is why. If, this is why I come here. I, I love this church because it's alive. Ooh, I love y'all, man. This is, this is, this is why, hey, come on. <laughs> okay. So decision time, the professional fisherman shows up. Okay. And a uh, random guy with people listening to him says, hey, man, push out your boat. And uh, I'm going to put my feet on it. <laughs> what happened how many of y'all if a random dude just rolled up to y'all I need to borrow your car right quick I mean this is that okay I, I, I do graphics I do videos and, and stuff like that if someone just rolled up and said I need to take your computer real quick mm. they might get an elbow and a you know something it, it, it might not be good, but Simon Peter, Peter turned his back. He could have said, man, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You told me to launch out into the deep. I have toiled. I've done this. I've experienced. Do you understand? I have. I make the most money around here. I catch fish. There are certain times of the day for me to launch out. Okay. He, he said, he said, master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. This is, this is unique. Because um, you knew Peter sent something. We can learn. Okay, how many would agree Peter had issues? 
Okay. On the other hand, how many of you agree that we have issues? Some of y'all don't know. I will put my feet up. Okay. And my toes waving. Okay. Here's the reality. Here's the reality. Okay. This, this man um, um, said, master, you need to know who you're talking to. Master. He said, we have toiled, we have tried. I'm tired. But he says this word, he says, nevertheless. Can you say nevertheless? Nevertheless, nevertheless never that which is less will I do. Nevertheless. Nonetheless, never that which is without, never that which is less, in spite of the toil, in spite of how I feel, never will I just do it. He said, at your word, <sighs> launch, launch, which leads me to the second moment of choice. See, I love Peter because he just obeyed immediately. Okay, and there's something to responding immediately to the Lord. If he challenges you, uh, you need to go and apologize to that person. Mm. I don't know about y'all. There was one time the Lord filled me and he put a hook in my mouth and he said, oh, that was kind of sharp. Go and uh Acknowledge it now. Tell them you exaggerated and ask them for forgiveness. Mm, I instantly would, come on, Lord, right now? Uh, Peter responded immediately. Okay? This is, this, is, this is the text. The humanity of the text speaks loud because we wrestle with this. We wrestle with this. Okay? But this next moment of choice, okay, the scripture says clearly um, when he let down his nets, okay, they begin to feel something. Now imagine toiling all night. Who's ever had to pull an all-nighter? Anybody? Staying up all night? Or what two to three hours awake feels like? Your pastor this morning. <laughs> I mean, it's just ap it's apropos. This morning, okay, we got done with service last night, and the glory of God showed up last night like crazy. We were all laid out, jumping around, and then Brina came, lying, and we're jumping. If you hear this frog kind of weird voice coming out of my mouth, we're going off. And after we were done, okay, I gave Pastor Israel a hug. It was 2 a.m., and uh, I had to go set up our online broadcast for my church. So I went on my data, typed it in, and the data is just like, Come on, cousin. And I went to bed at 4 a.m. And so I finally got some sleep. And somehow I kicked my phone off the bed underneath something that I didn't hear the alarm. And your pastor, praise the Lord for friends, knocked on the door. What is that? And I looked around, I drooled on my face. I looked all Jack opened the door. He was like, Pastor Mike, are you good? And I'm like, what time is it? He's like, 
it's 9.50. That's 10 minutes before the service. I'm like, oh, snap. I'll, I'll, I'll be ready in a second. I'm painting the picture of what it was like to be awake all night. And he began to launch, and he felt something taking place. Wait, what? So I did this all night. I used my ability all night. I, 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 I toiled and, and spun and was frustrated all night. And my experience and my professionalism set me up. But why can't I pull my nets? I was just scrubbing my nets after being frustrated. Have you ever had a gift that you're frustrated with? God, you said I was going to do this with this, and I'm doing this all over again. And then the Lord says to do something, which shows me a little commercial, that God never told you to do it outside of your, or with your strength. But anything used in his strength, increase is coming. He began to, to pull, and all of a sudden... Oh, wait 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 that's two three four that's more than where did all these fish come from this is not the right time my experience doesn't dictate this and then he reaches out hey Andrew John okay James I need your help so they roll the boat over I don't know what I'm trying to say. Roll, roll, roll your boat. I, I, they, they roll the boat over and they got next to them and their friends are watching and he's pulling and he's yanking and he's stretching and they're, they're overwhelmed with fish. After they all toiled through the night. And the scripture says that in the midst of the increase, something happened. Peter began to, oh my gosh. Nevertheless, I hear John saying, why you say nevertheless? Who is that man? Ne nevertheless. Okay, don't tell me now. Stop talking. Get these fish. Hey, your boat's sinking. Your boat's sinking. Peter, we need your strength. Nevertheless, and Peter starts getting on his knees. Here's the crazy thing about, about good old Pete. This is the crazy thing about what he did because the unique facet is his mouth said, depart from me, Lord. Right? It says, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord, in verse 6 through 8. But here's the unique facet, friends. His mouth professed something. But his body began to submit. His body began to talk of what was inward. His mouth was like, get away from me. How many times do you walk up to somebody and you're like, how you doing? And they're like, good. But their body says, I'm jacked. Their whole demeanor and posture indicates I have issues. I need someone to listen to me. And he said, depart from me. They've been awake all night. They've been up. This reminds me of this scripture that, that 
It says in Psalm 36, 9, it says, for with you is the foundation of light, life. In your light, we see light. In the midst of all these fish, lets me know something that when he says it, I will see stuff I've never seen before. Launch out into the deep and throw your tools, what you have in your hands, your abilities to a place that I can develop them. And let down. I love this. He didn't say put up. He said, let down your nets. Did you hear when I said that the rabbi sat what? Down. Let down your nets. It was a moment to choose. I'm going to submit my ability. I'm going to submit my expertise. I'm going to throw it with effort into the deep. And this shows me two things. Number one, we can't outgive God. He provides all that we need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. But it also shows that God is not afraid to get in our mess. If he created dirt, he can put his finger in the dirt and write on the testimony of our hearts. He saw good old Pete. His friends like, Pete, your boat's sinking. Pete, your boat's full. Pete, there's fish slapping you in the back of the neck. Okay, what you going to do? What you going to do? Why are you going to do it? And Peter's like, depart from me. He started to realize, I'm not the same. I don't know what I think I know. This man that I just let borrow my boat changed my boat to his stage. And now the thing that I worked for is filled because I obeyed. Could it be that God is raising up freedom to capture, hold, Cultivate fish. Which brings me to moment number three, and I'm done. Number one, Jesus said, do not be afraid, for now you will be fishers of men. Could it be that your talent is not necessarily for monetary gain? Do you understand that our talents, our nets, our tools are really not for us? They're for others. I love it. I've been seeing lately people that are extraordinarily gifted, they see themselves and they're like, oh, you're really gifted. And I'm like, no, you're really gifted. <laughs> 
And that reiterates that point again. I look at your pastor. I look at Cam. Do you hear him playing the guitar? Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, man, I need to just, I mean, ding, ding, ding. I mean, something. But that's for him. Because it sparks in my spirit and causes me to open up my heart toward the Lord. When I hear your pastor preach or your first lady can begin to pray, it changes the game. And we start realizing their tool has been baptized in God. Maybe he's calling freedom to launch out into the deep. This is the last moment to choose. Crazy. The scripture ends. It says they forsook all and followed him. Now, the moment to choose is crazy. You have a business. Your business is plush. It just so happens that you have been working all night to make some more money for your business that's just in a simple drought, a night drought, a 24-hour drought, and you trip over from some random man the biggest draught of catch that you ever have experienced in your life. I don't know. I didn't do the research, but how much, how much was one fish worth and there was over a hundred fish caught times the individual amount this boy could we in the money oh I mean he could have been rich and the scripture says he saw it all Wait a second. If God blessed you with resources that you couldn't count. Some of us are like, man, well, Lord, I made it. Thank you. I give you all the glory. I need to buy this house, that car, this, that. And you forget the one who provided it. It says he saw it all. And forsook it. Because what was in front of him was more than the blessing. It's never about the blessing. It's about the blesser. It's never about the gift. It's about the giver of the gift. If you're around the giver, you'll get what you need for the moment. Have you ever been around someone and you start talking like they talk? Someone that influenced you, okay, jokes that they say, the way they approach it, something about that person gets on you. The more time you spend with the giver, his or her attributes. In this realm, it's Christ's attributes gets on you. He forsook coming up, blessing up, that his bag was big. He forsook all that. And he said, Following you is worth much more than a successful business. Because in you, I have everything. Everything. It was a moment to choose. 
So let's place Jesus back on our stages. Let's make sure we evaluate our moments. Because I'm telling you something. I've been sensing this for a while. Increase is coming. And I don't know how God's going to do it. It could be one fish at a time, one family at a time, one thing at a time. But I see it as strategic because he's a God of timing. This is our moment, friends. And the time is now. Would you stand up on your feet? As you have heads bowed, I'm going to ask a simple question. And this is an honest evaluation of you. Who you are, your business, your tools, your nets, the boat that you have, is it really the Lord's? Or is it yours? Did he give you the ability? How are you using it? I'm here to declare in this atmosphere, he's calling us to take what we have and launch it out into that which is deep because he's cultivating something for harvest that is soon to start arriving. Father, in Jesus' name, we submit who we are to you. We thank you that through the life of Peter, we can see ourselves, Peter with issues, Peter with struggles, Peter who tried time in and time again, Peter who doesn't understand. We could see ourselves through his life. And as we see ourselves, let us do what he did and say, never that which is less. Let us acknowledge the master and see that forsaken the increase is actually increase to us. Let us evaluate our motives, evaluate our heart, evaluate our integrity, that we do what only you can do. That like Peter, if you increase one, you actually increase the four. But none of that matters because if we follow you, that's all we need. Father, I pray a hedge of protection over this church over every person under the sound of my voice. I pray that your hand would not be short concerning Freedom Church, but your hand would be plentiful and that we would be a seasoned group of obedient followers that despite what we think we know or the experience we have, we will simply obey to your call to launch. We give you glory. We give you praise and honor in Jesus' precious name. Everybody said, amen. amen. Can you just put your hands together for a second? If you would like to learn more about who we are and what we believe at Freedom Church, then make sure you visit our website at freedomchurchfamily.com. You will find it easy to invest in this ministry as well as be a part of our upcoming events. Thank you so much for listening and remember to subscribe to hear more messages like this one. We pray you accept this gift of freedom and share it with someone you know.